Welcome back to another episode of Vaguely Adults. You got one of your hosts, Sarana, here, and... I'm Shirley. And this week's episode's another mess, but what do you expect when it's two vaguely-looking adults talking about vaguely adult things, huh? <laughs> um, but, you know, life's a... Life's a mess. Yes. And this week, I wanted to talk about the fragility of life and and how awful untimely deaths are uh for a background uh over recording this on monday february 22nd and yesterday i got some personal news that a family member of mine passed away due to cancer complications and it sucks and i wanted to talk about it because i kind of disappeared from the internet aside from this podcast and twitter and I thought it would be a little way of explaining what's been going on and kind of dealing with things in a time where you can't be close to the people who are, you know, most directly affected by it. So they're like that immediate family and then extended family. Um, but how do you deal with like tough situations like losing someone? Um, not well. Um, I mean, I don't think anyone can handle it well. Some people experience it more than others, unfortunately, and they have found their way of coping. Um, it's not always healthy, but um, I don't know. I've personally never, thankfully, I haven't lost anyone that I'm very close to. The closest I've gotten is, you know, like, my family pet. I've had her for seven years, and I almost lost her earlier this year. Um, I know, obviously, that doesn't compare to, like, like a family member in your life that you've known your whole life or like a friend you know something like that but um that's the closest that I've come and it was hard I was crying for days um I feel everything um I'm a big feels person so whatever emotions I feel are always amplified if I'm sad then I'm devastated if I'm angry I outburst if I'm happy I'm annoyingly so you know how I don't eat on a regular basis? Mm -hmm. So when I'm feeling a lot of emotion and stressed, I do the opposite. So I can't stop eating. Um, and I'm like continuously eating because it's how I deal with stress. And then I get sick naturally. Um, but also I just, I try to concentrate on anything but distract myself with everything. Whether it be work, school, reading, anything to like take my mind off of it. And it, it's hard because like it, the thoughts are there. But that's how I deal with that kind of emotion. It's interesting because I know this is a therapy session. And I know that's also a reoccurring thing in this podcast that we talk about things that should be therapy sessions. You kind of just shut down. And that means different things to different people. And for me, yeah. shutting down kind of meant I took a step back from social media which i i didn't but i found it hard to i still find it hard to participate in group chats that are talking more so about myself like on a personal level like i'm still very active on discord and things like that because i don't have to talk about the reality of what's going on i can talk about you know snsd dreamcatcher or like k-pop news in general or like the tv shows i'm watching and stuff like that and that's my coping mechanism it's the yeah. i latch on to the escapism that these things give me and so i've been re-watching avatar again and it just so happens that every time something like this occurs in my life 
I'm often watching Avatar, and it's just now linked to, you know, giving me comfort and kind of a, it's nostalgia, but like a hug, you know? So that's actually a thing. Like, I don't know if you know that, but people with like high levels of anxiety actually rewatch a lot of shows and or movies because they know how it's going to end and it brings them comfort like subconsciously. So that that makes sense. I do the same thing. Um, I Bob's Burgers, Harry Potter, Hercules, like the Disney movie. I, I can say it and Shrek. Like oh, I can say it word for word. I can write out the script. Because whenever I get anxious or stressed or sad, I just rewatch those movies. Um, and Bugs Life, which I know you haven't seen, and I'm just throwing it out there. Um, we will watch it sometime in the next two weeks. Uh, also, just side note, wow, I can't believe Harry Potter wrote itself. Like, that's incredible. <laughs> and a self-writing, you know, series. But the funny thing is, is I've never been a person to rewatch things. It's only something I picked up in 2018 when my grandfather passed away. Like, since then to now, I've fallen down into the hole of rewatching things for the comfort of knowing how it's going, mm-hmm. you know? And that just means my anxiety has <laughs> gotten worse over the years. I mean, yeah, you, you go through more things. You, you are the kind of person that bottles up emotions. So, like, it only makes sense that now it's not that your anxiety is worse. It's just that it's piled up for so long that you are now starting to feel the effects of it. And, like, I just think it's funny that you and me are very similar, but very, very different people. I feel too much. And I know sometimes you feel a little too withdrawn from your emotions. But I'm also the kind of person that, like, I I can't talk about it. Like, if something bad is happening, I don't want to talk about it. I will change the subject. I don't want to talk about it because if I talk about it, it's real. It's happening and like I can ignore it. So like when things were going bad at home with Valentina, I didn't want to go home. Like I was staying longer hours at work. I was taking my sweet time on the train. But then like at the same time, I'm like, I could have been home during all that. Like why? But like the second I walked through my doors, it hit me like this thing was happening. But then also like I'm thinking about it and that happened in like last month. But it feels like it happened so long ago. Like, it feels like this literally happened, what, first week of January? It's been, like, a month and a half. But I was talking to my sister about it, and I was like, it really felt like it was, like, a year ago that that happened. Like, it didn't happen just recently. And I realized how, like, (laughs) withdrawn from time I am. Like, how disconnected I am from, like, how time passes. And I've always been like that. Like, I can't differentiate if it's been 10 minutes or an hour. I'm really bad at keeping time. And it's been a thing that I've done my whole life. It's not the reason I procrastinate. That is a different mental health issue. But, um, <laughs> like, I just don't realize how much time actually passes. And at the same time, I overestimate. Like, I underestimate, but overestimate how much time passes. That manifests in many ways. Like, I, I'm 25. It hurts to say. Basically 80. Like, I feel like my life is over. <laughs> I'm like, oh, 25? I'm old. That's it. Like, I'm a, spinster, I'm a spinster, not, you know, like, it's too late for me to do anything. And then I look at someone that's 24, right? And I'm like, oh, you got your whole life ahead of you, dude. Like, that wasn't me six months ago. Uh, that's totally relatable. I was having a conversation today, actually, about age. And I'm in the middle of the age range on the SNSD Discord server. Well, I don't even know if you call that middle. Anyways, there's <laughs> very high highs and very low lows in terms of age on that server. And when I complain about being old, it's just, it's all relative, because I feel yeah. old because I'm 
around a lot of younger people. And I'm just, it, it's interesting to see the, the fact that they're also into the same things that I'm into, but we're mm-hmm. such different ages. You know, yeah. I think that's the power of music. This is totally off tangent, but the way that music's not only able to bring people together, but to heal people and to help them through, like, you know, coming Absolutely. full circle, tough times. Uh, not that I listen to SNSD when I'm going through tough times. They're more of a, if I'm in a happy place and I just like want a vibe kind of thing, or mm-hmm. if I need that like bubbly pop to get through a really awful workout. I think shows for now are more so my coping mechanism and it's funny because we're both the same type of idiot and we watch things on like you know two times speed because that's just who we are as people you know yeah but i i also again see like that i feel like that's also time related right big general theme look at us um time space and getting over death but um that's the name of the episode i pitched it this is what it is but um like it's just it's wild right because i didn't realize that i think fast i also didn't realize that i talk fast like i'm very conscious of the speed at which i talk when i'm at work and like when i'm with my friends but like when i'm at home i'm just apparently speedy gonzalez because my sister literally just looks at me <laughs> my sister and my mom and my dad they all look at me and they're like you want to slow down okay mm-hmm. and my dad will literally mock me he's like like after i finish the sentence he'll be like you done like are you gonna breathe and I'm like, no, um, now I'm self-conscious of the speed at which I speak. But I didn't realize that my brain processed things the same way. I always thought people spoke too slowly. Like, when I talk to someone, I'm like, oh, you're really dragging it. Like, speed it up. But then I was watching a video with my sister, and I had it on 1.5 speed. Because I just could not take the speed at which the speaker was talking. And my sister was like, damn, that person talks really fast. And I'm like... No, it's at 1.5 speed. She's like, why? How can you understand what they're saying? And I'm like, how could you not? Like, Mm. when they're talking at a normal speed, she's like, yeah, that's normal, Shirley. That's what everyone speaks at. And I don't like it. Like, my brain cannot process it. I I get distracted easily. So I need, I think that's what it is. Like, I need the speed to keep me into whatever I'm watching. I didn't realize that was a thing that I did until recently. And then I told you about it. And then you screenshotted what you were watching. And you were like, not me watching this video at 1.5 speed. And it just, well, I feel like, solidified our friendship. That's only because Netflix only goes to 1.5. If if it did, like, two times, like how YouTube does it, I would yeah. watch everything on two times speed. Which is awful because some things... But, okay, caveat. The only thing I watch on, like, faster speeds are things I kind of already know about. So, like, all the photography and video-related things that I watch on YouTube, I watch that faster. But if it's a new topic that I don't know much about, I would typically watch it on 1.25. You know, just slow it down a little bit. No. Um, The only things I watch at normal speed are shows and movies. If I'm watching, like, a TED Talk or, like, someone give a lecture, I'm watching that at 1.5 or 2 speed, depending on the speed of the person talking, obviously. And, like, how yeah. complicated the subject is. I think it's because I don't want to waste time. And I yeah. it's more so a recent development. All the two times speed. I used to just watch things faster. Or I would scrub through to kind of mm-hmm. get a general sense and then Skim. play it back in normal speed. I think it's also because I don't I don't believe in time, the construct of time. It's going to be March in, what, less than a week-ish? Yeah. And, you know, things are still awful. Ooh, not <laughs> meant to be a whole pessimist this episode. 
but it's just kind of the blunt reality of of what it is which sucks it just really sucks absolutely a whole year it still doesn't feel real i mean it's not i had such big plans for the last year like dude we're supposed to go to europe in the summer remember that because i remember that and then we couldn't and i was also supposed to go to my very first like wedding uh with kiara Mm -hmm who was a guest on a previous episode. If you want to hear more about Kiara, you can go check that episode out. It'll be linked to the description or like in oh, a card Lord. or something. Are you plugging your own podcast in your podcast? <laughs> Listen, you, you, you got to do it to get to somewhere in life, you know? I guess. Uh, we were talking about traveling this morning as well on the SNSD server, which, by the way, I'm wearing um, a Tiffany hoodie for those not watching. I, I love merch. Merch is like my favorite thing. I bought the same hoodie and t-shirt, so it's the same design, but I wanted both of them, so I got both of them. You know, a winter style and a summer style. Anyway. I have a plain gray shirt on today, but it's like... Oh, we're, we're such colorful way. people, though. Just, it's fantastic. <laughs> I was on to something and I forgot my train of thought. Oh, missing out on stuff uh, and traveling and whatnot. Literally earlier this morning, we were talking about a next meetup or whatnot, because I had a meetup last time for tiffany's concert in 2019 and that was such a fun time you know it's always fun like sharing experiences with people who like the same things that you do but that being said we talked about how we literally missed out on a year of traveling <laughs> we're never gonna get that back like, we're we're in our peak 20s right now and this was supposed to be the time of like you know discovering yourself even though we're both broke as heck so we broke. wanted to travel and you know, it's still something i want to do but going you know super blows? full circle sorry to cut you no, off. you're good, you're good. But we don't know, like, how far ahead we could plan. We don't know what's gonna happen. We don't know, you know, anything at all. And we just have to live with the fact that a year of our life was wasted by governments that weren't able to fully do the right thing. But it also, like, I don't know, it makes you think. Because, like, I, I always say, like, I one of those things that I don't want to live with regrets, right? Like, I don't want to regret not doing something, not talking to someone, not like giving it my all you know like you start to think like I was talking about this with one of my coworkers earlier he was literally he just came up to me and he was like hey do you ever think about like wow you're a person like mm-hmm. you ever see your name and you're like wow I'm a person I'm gonna die one day and mind you this was like 10 a.m and he I was just like yeah yeah I don't want to think about it but yeah like it it's a fact and you never know and like that is what's scary. Like, I've had people in my life that have been battling diseases for years. My grandma, my uncle, like, were told on multiple occasions, like, this is it. And they, it's been like, with my grandma, it's been like 10 years and a woman is still kicking, thriving, kicking ass, you know? Same thing with my uncle. Um, not kicking so much ass, but, you know, still alive. Um, he's kicking. He's kicking something. But then there are people that you lose out of nowhere. People that, it, it happened with my uncle. My uncle kept saying, you know, he was, it was like, it was almost time for him. It was almost time for him. And he's still alive, but his uncle passed. He had a heart attack, like, overnight. And it was mm-hmm. so unexpected. And it's, like, one of those things. And I think about that often. It's one of the reasons that I don't go to sleep without saying goodnight to my mom or my sister. Even if, like, we could be in the worst fight in the world. And I will never go to bed without saying goodnight. I will never leave the house without saying I love you. Because you don't know if you're coming back or not. And like as morbid as that sounds, it helps me not be so angry all the time. Because it's just so silly to be upset over dumb things. But yeah, that's 
that's my take on that. Yes, as someone who has a hard time expressing, well, <laughs> expressing personal emotions more so, because mm-hmm. I can go on for days. I can write a whole thesis about how much, you know, Dreamcatcher means to me and like why they're such special humans, you know? Yeah. But it's it's different when you're dealing with yourself and your own raw emotions because it makes you vulnerable and that's one thing i hate being but it's it's just a human trait and not to be all hippy dippy but the reason i started meditating was because i wanted to practice gratitude and being more aware of those kinds of feelings and you know being grateful and and humbled by the things that i do have because there's so much more that i want it's it's normal to want more than what you have absolutely but my wants are still pretty basic like i i want the people in my life to be happy and fulfilled and content and you know i don't want bad things to happen to them even if we're just acquaintances you know in general it's still hard to just deal with emotions personally no matter what kind of emotion it is and like i just want to end this like cute little therapy session (laughs) with like saying that I think it's hilarious that we found each other. Like, I feel like that's always what it comes down to. Like, in every episode that we talk about, it always comes down to how we are so such different people dealing with, like, the same things, right? So you don't like feeling vulnerable. And so for you, it's very hard sometimes to say, like, words of affirmation. And it's hard to accept them for you also, which is, like, it's a thing that I'm used to. Like, I befriended people like that um my sister is like that but i am the opposite so like the way that i keep myself from feeling vulnerable is by being overly vulnerable overly so like i'm very expressive in the way that i communicate with people i'm very like touchy-feely i'm very i i say i love you to everyone like all my coworkers have at one point heard an i love you from me like at least once a day i feel like and my family the same way my friends all the time I will randomly be like, I love you, dude. Like, I know Serana gets it at least twice a day, like, because <laughs> of how often we speak. I don't know. I feel like it, it compliments. Like, we compliment each other. Like, with everything else, you know, you are the pickle eater to my pickle picky person. And you are, you know, like, I, I say I love you to you all the time. And I'm proud of you all the time. You know, like, it's hard for you to accept it, but I love you. Yeah, like, even right now, I'm just like... <laughs> yeah. I feel like it's it's nice because it, it keeps us from being overly sappy because I'm I'm enough of a sap for the both of us. Yeah, I can't argue with that. <laughs> I don't want to apologize, but I I do hope you enjoyed this this therapeutic episode because it's important to talk things through Absolutely. no matter what you're feeling. It's important to share the highs and it's important to share the lows and everything in between because again, you just you never know when you won't be able to share again. So mm-hmm. hope everyone's staying safe and staying well and. I hope you're happy, or I hope you're on your way to happiness, whoever's listening. Um, We will catch you guys next time on a hopefully happier episode. But stay well, friends. Just vaguely adult, vaguely adult, things are just vague.